0: Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Chardel will you please announce the first hymn?
1: Hymn number 396. Ye messengers of Christ, his sovereign voice obey. Arise and follow where he leads, and peace attend your way. 396.
0: If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website and on the homepage you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that and then after that you click on the thing that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do so and there you'll find the readings for tonight. And the theme for tonight is, Who Will We Serve? And the readings will now be given by Florence from Georgia.
2: I will read from the Bible, Revelation. Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Deuteronomy. Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. If thy brother, the son of thy mother, or thy son, or thy daughter, or the wife of thy bosom, or thy friend, which is as thine own soul, entice thee secretly, saying, Let us go and serve other gods, which thou hast not known, thou nor thy fathers, thou shalt not consent unto him, nor hearken unto him. Joshua. And Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and called for the elders of Israel, and for their heads, and for their judges, and for their officers, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said unto all the people, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time. And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. I sent Moses also and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did among them. And afterward I brought you out. And I have given you a land for which ye did not labor, and cities which ye built not, and ye dwell in them, of the vineyards and oliveyards which ye planted not do ye eat. Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye ye. The Lord, And if it seem evil to you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, we will serve the Lord. Psalms. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Matthew. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lighting upon him, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, and when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward unhungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence Satan, For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. John, if any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Today, if you would hear his voice, listen to his word and serve no other gods. The supremacy of spirit was the foundation on which Jesus built. His sublime summary points to the religion of love. The best sermon ever preached is truth practiced and demonstrated by the destruction of sin, sickness, and death. Knowing this, and knowing too that one affection would be supreme in us and take the lead in our lives, Jesus said, no man can serve two masters. We cannot build safely on false foundations. Truth makes a new creature in whom all things pass away and all things have become new. Passions, selfishness, false appetites, hatred, fear, all sensuality yield to spirituality and the superabundance of being is on the side of God. good. We cannot fill vessels already full. They must first be emptied. Let us disrobe error. Then when the winds of God blow, we shall not hug our tatters close about us. The way to extract error from mortal mind is to pour in truth through flat tides of love. Christian perfection Is one on no other basis. Beloved, I am not with you in propria persona, but I am with you in spirit and in truth, saying virtually what the prophet said, continue to choose whom ye will serve. Forgetting the golden rule and indulging sin, men cannot serve God. They cannot demonstrate the omnipotence of divine mind that heals the sick and the sinner. Human will may mesmerize and mislead man. Divine wisdom, never. Indulging deceit is like the defendant arguing for the plaintiff in favor of a decision which the defendant knows will be turned against himself. We cannot serve two masters. Do we love God supremely? Are we honest, just? faithful, are we true to ourselves, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. To abide in our unself-better self is to be done forever with the sins of the flesh, the wrongs of human life, the tempter and temptation, the smile and deceit of damnation. When we have overcome sin in all its forms, men may revile us and despitefully use us, and we shall rejoice, for great is our reward in heaven. Material beliefs must be expelled to make room for spiritual understanding. We cannot serve both God and mammon at the same time. But is not this what frail mortals are trying to do? Paul says the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Who is ready to admit this? Imagine yourself in a poorly barricaded fort, fiercely besieged by the enemy. Would you rush forth single-handed to combat the foe? Nay, would you not rather strengthen your citadel by every means in your power and remain within the walls for its defense. Likewise should we do as metaphysicians and Christian scientists. The real house in which we live and move and have our being is Spirit God, the eternal harmony of infinite soul. The enemy we confront would overthrow the sublime fortress, and it behooves us to defend our heritage. The pardon of divine mercy is the destruction of error. If men understood their real spiritual source to be all blessedness, they would struggle for recourse to the spiritual and be at peace. The good cannot lose their God, their help in times of trouble. If they mistake the divine command, they will recover it, countermand their order, retrace their steps, and reinstate his orders more assured to press on safely. The best lesson of their lives is gained by crossing swords with temptation, with fear and the besetments of evil, insomuch as they thereby have tried their strength and proven it, insomuch as they have found their strength made perfect in weakness and their fear is self-immolated. The natural fruits of Christian science mind healing are harmony, brotherly love, spiritual growth and activity. The malicious aim of perverted mind power or animal magnetism is to paralyze good and give activity to evil. It starts factions and engenders envy and hatred. But as activity is by no means a right of evil and its emissaries, they ought not to be encouraged in it. Because this age is cursed with one rancorous and lurking foe to human will, those who are the truest friends of mankind and conscientious in their desire to do right and to live pure and Christian lives should be more zealous to do good, more watchful, and vigilant. Then they will be proportionately successful, and bring out glorious results. Christian science is not a dweller apart in royal solitude. It is not a law of matter, nor a transcendentalism that heals only the sick. This science is a law of divine mind, a persuasive animus, an unerring impetus, an ever-present help. Its presence is felt, for it acts and acts wisely. Always unfolding the highway of hope, faith, understanding. It is the higher criticism, the higher hope, and its effect on man is mainly this, that the good which has come into his life, examination compels him to think genuine who did it. A Christian scientist verifies his calling, choose ye. Emerson says, Hitch your wagon to a star. I say, be allied to the deific power, and all that is good will aid your journey. Mortals are free moral agents to choose whom they would serve. If God, then let them serve him, and he will be unto them. All in all.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn?
4: Hymn number 137. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior, I come to thee. Hymn number 137.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Welcome one and all. People from all over the world have found our church. We actually have quite a wonderful outreach, primarily through our websites, many of which are in other foreign languages, so we literally do reach people all over the world. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have found us. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. We have so much to offer to the public, free of charge, and it comes with the love of this church. And all of the material that we're offering is healing, inspiring, and very good for your reading, your studying, listening, etc. I'd like to point out an article that we're now uh, featuring on the homepage of our English website. It's entitled, The Challenge to Defeatism by Peter V. Ross. Very helpful and encouraging article. I highly recommend it. Uh, Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. Our Sunday school has a teleconference number of its own, which means that your child can attend simply by telephone by making a phone call. Call up the church, we'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. This Saturday, we're gonna have a Bible study. It starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, and the study questions are on the website. And one more announcement before we go ahead, and that is that we are gonna have a meeting of our membership tomorrow. And it's going to start at 8 o'clock sharp. And it will be available by the teleconference. And, of course, you're certainly welcome here to come to Plainfield and attend. This is for those of you who have joined us in membership. And also, because of our meeting tomorrow night, we're not going to have our Unity Watch at 9 p.m. like we typically do. But we will have it at 10 o'clock. So for those of you who join the Unity Watches, plan on calling in for the 10 o'clock watch tomorrow night. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled, Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we uh, kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering. And for those of you who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your phone, Also remember that when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you, as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly ask that you be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through
5: Christian science. Jeremy Jeremy I am very grateful for all I am learning about Christian science here in Plainfield. Our next Liberator has the theme Rejoice Evermore, and my practitioner reminded me of the following testimony I gave in 2018, which felt so relevant I am giving it again. A few of us from the church gathered to watch the John Adams mini-series some time ago and I was really grateful to get a deeper understanding of what went on during that time. But what really stuck with me is how John Adams, in his later days, told his son he finally understood what Paul meant, that we should rejoice evermore. That has stayed with me, as people used to tell me I was never happy, or at least not happy enough. And truthfully, I wasn't happy. How could I have been happy without purpose? and without having any understanding of truth, life, and love. What a profound difference these last years have been since coming to Plainfield and learning about Christian science. Finding my purpose in this work and finding that God is indeed right here and was all along, what a paradigm shift from that old depressed way of thought. I wake up now just elated to get to work. I actually love being alive, and I feel such joy throughout the day. To rejoice evermore no longer seems foolish to strive for or impossible to do. I did it yesterday, I am doing it today, and see no reason why God wouldn't make it possible for me to do tomorrow. What a good God we have. I'm so grateful for this church, for Christian Science, for practitioner support, and for the work and for the simple fact that I can honestly be happy and joyful now. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Patricia in Ontario.
6: I was very busy working in customer service when an email came in with my boss Wayne's name on it requesting me to go out and buy five Google Play gift cards at $200 each for some staff and then scratch the codes on the back and send them to him. Now, my boss is a very honourable man and I didn't question the request and he has a military commando style which we all obey immediately. Next, the emailer gave me a phone number to text him at which turned out to be from the USA. After I purchased the initial five cards at $200 each, I was asked to repeat the process as I was told that he had decided to extend the staff gift list. Once I completed that additional visa purchase, I was then asked to wait until he reviewed the staff gift budget. Several minutes later I was told that he had made a mistake. The total budget had actually been $3,000, not the 2000 which I had just spent, so I was told to purchase an additional five cards worth $200 each. Now this would have maxed out my credit card, and my boss rarely makes mistakes. After I had purchased another two cards, I started to feel very uneasy and called Wayne's wife, Anna, another boss, and asked if Wayne had emailed me and texted me a number of times that day. She said no, and so explained why I had asked that. She said, Wayne would never ask you to do that. You have just been scammed. Now, the total of $2,400 was a huge amount of money for me. Visa said there was no assistance since I had made the purchases. The police station was closed due to COVID, and when I finally reached them, I was advised that this type of case was virtually impossible to solve, as the phone number provided came from an out-of-country source in the United States, with a headquarters likely in Europe or in Asia. I said to myself, well, just use what you've been learning in Plainfield about how to handle animal magnetism. I started to say, speaking to mortal mind, okay, I know what you're up to and I won't play your game and believe that this is real or that the creator would have caused this. You're a nobody, a nothing, and a nowhere. The true fraud is that you expect me to buy into this claim of my stupidity or vulnerability or of man's dishonesty and I won't buy that. My spiritual state of being is intact and untouched mine does not break its own commandment of thou shalt not steal i won't talk to you anymore we're through i will talk to god and thank him for his perfection within minutes i received a call from all three of my bosses this time at first i thought they were going to reprimand me severely for participating in this fraud as rit sends out monthly warnings about fraud but instead they were extremely kind and said that if it turned out that no assistance was possible from Visa or the police, then they would repay me themselves as a one-time-only situation. Well, I have not yet heard from the police, but my bosses gave me the full amount just before Christmas. It was a great lesson in learning that error is not real. I definitely owe God Truth, and Plainfield, a huge thanks for their part in this healing.
0: Thank you. Dave from Florida, go ahead.
7: Yeah, hi. I sit on the master board of our country club community, and recently, we had to take legal action against a couple of members. They didn't like it at all, and through social media they were requesting that other members come to our board meeting this past Monday and raise a ruckus. I prayed about this and I knew that God was governing this meeting as well as everybody that attended. I also made sure I was loving and seeing the two disgruntled members right and that they had the mind of Christ. Well they did come to the meeting, they sat in the front row, and they never said a thing. Nor did any of the other members say a word about the issue. It was very peaceful. I was very grateful for this turnaround and to know that we can turn to God for everything in our daily lives. I'm grateful for Christian Science, for the practitioners, and to be a member here. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Joanne from Florida. Go ahead.
8: Thank you, Florence, for those wonderful readings. Uh, One time while I was accompanying my husband on a business trip, I came down with a very serious bladder infection that had me running to the bathroom every five minutes. Not only was it frequent, but the pressure on my bladder was extremely painful. I was very much afraid because we were to take a seven-hour plane flight home the next day, and at that point, I didn't know how I was going to survive it. I was really grateful to be able to call a Christian science practitioner here in Plainfield and ask her for help. She said she'd pray for me and reminded me that the only place in science and health where Mrs. Eddy mentions the word pressure is in the following statement. Christian scientists must live under the constant pressure of the apostolic command to come out from the material world and be separate. I took that statement to heart and prayed with it. And the next morning, the infection and pressure were gone. And I was able to take that flight home without any discomfort or worry. I also learned an important lesson, which is not to let my thought drop by getting into a vacation mode when I travel but always to keep God uppermost in my thought. This is the constant pressure of the apostolic command. In return, when we do this, God keeps us safe, healthy, and happy. I'm very grateful for this healing and for the pure Christian science teaching that I've received here in this church. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me, and I'm so grateful for it. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Lil.
9: Thank you for those wonderful readings and the music. I'm so grateful for a recent healing of a pain in one of my leg joints. I couldn't put any weight on it for a couple of days without pain. I asked practitioner for help and was given a couple of statements to work with to keep my thoughts focused positively. From the Bible, quote, be absent from the body and present with the Lord, unquote. And another referring to one of the daily duties, that nothing can distract me from my duty to God, our leader, and to mankind. With practitioner help, with strong practitioner help, The pain was gone the next day, keeping my thought on God and staying useful to God. This healing was such a proof that God is in control and not matter. Thank you, God, Christ Jesus, and Mary Baker Eddy for this blessed way of life, Christian science.
0: Thank you. Kara, Carrie from Arizona.
8: It's um, it's Carrie, and I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> Good evening. Um, I'm just calling to express my gratitude for all your inspiring testimonies. Um, sometimes the the simplest thought shared has the most profound impact, and I find that I have to listen to the recordings of the testimony meetings, just to hear those testimonies again and those um, very simple ideas that are so wonderful. So I just wanted to share my gratitude and say thank you to the participants and the readers and the organizers of this meeting, and I'm very grateful for this service. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Linda,
10: Thank you very much for the readings tonight. Thank you for the music. Um, I want to express my gratitude um, for the many lessons I've been learning since attending Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church. And one of these lessons is to be keep going on no matter what I'm faced with. When I first started working with a Plainfield practitioner, I found myself suddenly in many challenging work situations. It seemed never-ending. Uh, many things that I had relied on in the past, including my own thinking and energy, uh, the rug was pulled out from underneath me. I, I didn't have anything that I had leaned on before, so it was forcing me to really turn to God. My practitioner gave me many practical truths to hold on to, and often many of them were hymns, and one of them being hymn number 169, which partly reads, quote, Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom, lead thou me on. The night is dark, and I am far from home, lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet, I do not ask to see the distant scene, one step enough for me, um, end quote. I'm so grateful for her tireless instruction and prayers. During those years, there were many days I felt I was at the end of my rope and couldn't go any further. But by not giving up, I witnessed so many transformations that only Christian science is capable of. I know if I had given up or had a super-fast healing during this time, I would not have the foundation in this practical Christian science that is correctly taught here. I might have even drifted away. It has taken time to unwind my snarls. Some of the other things that keep me grounded as well have been recently mentioned during my classes, such as keeping a covenant, reading daily the signs of health, Bible, and prose work, sticking to the early workers, And especially carpenter found on our website, and church work, which has always given me purpose and has a stabilizing effect. And it was never so much what I was doing, but doing it consistently, (coughs) and uh, week by every week. And I had many healings that would come during this work. I'm so grateful to God, to Christ Jesus, and Mrs. Eddie and the many people that have come before us and are still here at the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church.
0: Thank you. Sandy, North Carolina. Sandy from North Carolina. Go ahead.
11: Hi, good evening. Thank you for this wonderful reading. I want to express my gratitude again and again from the round table. I encountered before certain, um, before I came to independence, some people did have tried to do this Bible lesson and discuss. But I felt that even though I was participating, I felt excluded. And by knowledge, very humble all times. And I didn't feel the effect. And one day, I learned listen to all the ideas of the independent, especially the love tables. There's so many. And my husband and I, we just marvel and the honesty, and the, the way she speaks. is so clear. filled with love. Also, if she say, well, sometimes I my her sure she's very honest and very loving and is teaching us and up and there's many things. Yes, with the round tables. I have really, a group of people, I can't decide scientists, they really do in every for the world. You guys, every time. This afternoon that we got eating dinner, we started doing again the Bible lesson, and I think it was Florence reading the Bible lesson from this week. Even in her proof of voice, you can feel the spirit and the knowledge and the humility of your teaching. What a wonderful thing it is, is to have blessing my life. I don't know what to do. I'm so joyful. I'm learning so fast every day. I'm in the website searching and seeking. And I was sharing with my son. Today, I said, son, it's a hard work. But you have to do it. Every day, and they have a clear guidance that you got troubles are independent. or do it to our leaders. Don't forget to pray and the protection. I'm so grateful for this wonderful website. For the Lord Jesus, the, the 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 power of the Christ, the diligence of Mary Eddy, and the diligence of you guys are independence on your Jersey. It's just blessing my life every day. I do it so many times, and I just enjoy the round table. Thank you for your readings tonight and this beautiful hymn.
0: Thank you. <clears throat> Shardell.
1: Hello, and thank you for those readings on Serving God and our music. Tonight, I would like to offer my gratitude to Christian Science and how it is taught here at the Plainfield Independent Church. This is God's Word expressed and proven by Christ Jesus and Mrs. Eddy. This way of life that heals and blesses all mankind, every moment, constantly and continuously, is so beautiful. Yesterday, while doing a watch by phone with a friend some distance away, an Amber alert came on her phone from Pennsylvania, announcing that a little girl had been taken by a man. We started to pray immediately, and my friend declared that the man would hear God's voice and take her back home. A little later, as another friend and I were driving on a journey and an important vision, one of us opened up the watch's prayers and arguments and declared that this precious child is scientifically placed. Soon after, we learned that the man had turned around and returned the child and that she was well and safe. We rejoiced and thanked God for his goodness. The laws of God, as revealed by Christian science, are always available and assure protection always, every moment, day and night. Praise be to God that Mrs. Eddy had the conviction and that trusted God to obey him and share what she had been, had been revealed to her from the Bible and to share it with the world.
3: Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Gary. A few weeks ago on a Saturday, um, after having a very busy day outside, I suddenly came down with the symptoms of the flu uh it was uh it was quick and it was very painful um my uh my wife who is a practitioner was very encouraging for me and uh because i asked for for help it was uh it, it felt quite serious and then i thought well I don't know how I'm going to go to church in the morning um, and do what I am scheduled to do in the service. So I went to bed early and I prayed and I asked God what it was that I needed to learn and to do. And in the middle of the night, uh, as I was up praying, it came to me clearly that this was not an attack on me. This was an attack on our service. This was an attack on the Christ. And that I should and must do what God has for me to do and not shrink or refuse to do it. Well, I was able to get up in the morning and uh, felt much better, but I had, uh, <laughs> I had a terrible sore throat and cough and could hardly speak. Um, so I asked my wife for more help and she was very encouraging that I would be able to do what God wanted me to do. So I resolved I was going to go to church and God willing do what I was scheduled to do at the service. So I came to church. And in in the deepest of prayer and on my knees mentally, I was able to speak when I had to speak. I was able to sing when I had to sing. And the service was a good and great service, and I thank God for it. Well, it wasn't too much longer after that that I was completely healed of the sore throat and the cough and the, uh, and of course the, uh, the, the flu was healed very, very quickly. But I thank God for the, for the help that I received, for the training I've received in Christian science here in this church. And for the, the the training to be mentally disciplined, to never, ever give up what God has for you to do. We are here to serve him and mankind. And thank you, Florence, for those fine readings tonight on that very subject. So I'm so very grateful for Christian Science. Uh, so grateful to Mary Baker Eddy, who herself persevered through every trouble, every worse things than, than, than we could imagine. She persevered and carried on and gave us this tremendous science. So grateful to be here with you all tonight.
0: Thank you. This is Bruce. I'm so thankful that in our lesson this week is the statement from Jesus where he said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And as you probably remember from the story, he was talking to the Samaritan woman where she said, hey, we worship God in this mountain, but you Jews got to go to Jerusalem. And Jesus clarified the whole thing. Because in her vision, it looked like there were two different sides. She was on one side and he was on the other. But Jesus cut through it all with one simple but profoundly true statement, that we worship God in spirit and in truth. I had an experience many years ago, and actually when I was somewhat of a child at the time, and people were talking who belonged to which church and then judging each other based on what they thought they were supposed to have believed dogma according to what church they went to and they were arguing about god and there someone simply came up he said this is what jesus said god is a spirit and they that worship him worship him in spirit and in truth and when this inspired person stated that the back and forth about the so-called religious dogma just stopped altogether. and uh I had a chance to witness that, and it stuck with me all these years because, really, I thought it was just profound. And at that time, when I heard that, the thing that it meant to me was I just needed to get my heart right with God, and that was the only thing he wanted. I didn't need a concern about what the rules were that I had to follow or dogma of that sort, and it it was liberating for me. But then next came the challenge to get my heart right with God, and that's where the Christian Science in this church it really stepped into my life and meant so much to me, because Mary Baker Eddy, in her pre-revelation of Christian Science, explains it very clearly, and how important it is to just be God's servant. You know, man is made in God's image and likeness and made to love him with all his heart and soul and mind, and his neighbor as himself. And if you follow that, you can't get too far off from getting your heart right with God. So I'm thankful for this statement from Jesus, and the Christian Science Church here in Plainfield has meant so much to me. Thank you. Carol.
4: So, Jeremy mentioned earlier, our next liberator is going to be on Rejoice Evermore. And it was such a wonderful uh, opportunity to go through a bunch of articles that talk about rejoicing. And uh, uh, one of the main points that I got out of it was that we don't rejoice over stuff, over things, over healings over whatever, what we need to rejoice in is the fact that we have a loving God, a God who watches over us every minute, and who has only the best and, and the most wonderful good for for all of us. And that was just such a wonderful uh, wonderful thing to find in, in those articles. That um, So, in that way, we can rejoice evermore, because we always have this God to look up to and to look look at and to turn to. I am just so very grateful for all the wonderful lessons that I've learned here in this church and that I'm still learning, and very, very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Mary.
12: Good evening, everyone. I have a few things to read from our... Um, Website bulletin board, the first from Illinois. I have been led by God's still small voice to study the book of Daniel in the Bible, chapter 3, verses 14 to 18, or the conversation between King and Nebuchadnezzar and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. She then um, lists, but then she says, I now realize that whatever my trial is, my burning, fiery furnace, God will deliver me from it, just as he delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is a wonderful awakening and provides a new strength to look mortal mind in the face and say, thus far and no farther. You have no power and you will be annihilated and the perfection of God and his reflection, man, me, will be seen by all. And then Florida, thank you for this morning's solo fountain of life. It really felt like it came from the infinite heart of love. And thank you, Faith, Jared, and Bruce, for singing it so beautifully. We are so grateful for these healing services. And then this is a testimony from Missouri. Recently, one of my two chihuahuas, Bibi, was sleeping beside me on the sofa. When she awoke and stood up, she was unable to stay standing. She kept falling over, completely unbalanced and unable to control her legs. She managed to get down off the sofa, but as she walked towards the kitchen, she fell over several times. So I picked her up and held her in my arms. While looking squarely into her little eyes, I declared several truths with firm conviction. The focus on God's allness during the roundtable discussion on November 29th, came to thought, and I asserted that no disharmony can enter our household because God is all. There can be no lack of balance, no disorientation, no distress, and no lack of control because God, our ever-present help in times of trouble, is in control of everything always, Similar, similarly, the reference um, during the December 5th Bible study reiterating God's allness, specifically mentioning Martha Wilcox's article, Body, First Article, which states, quote, Every cell and fiber of my being is expressing the sovereignty of God or proclaiming I am, End quote. also filled my thought. After a few quiet moments, I put B.B. down on the floor again, and within a very few minutes, she was completely normal and has been ever since. The apparent problem, which was initially rather alarming, vanished just that quickly. What a wonderful example of error fleeing before the truth. I rejoiced and felt a bit akin to the 70 who returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through our name, Luke 10. So please accept the enclosed as a small token of my great appreciation for the ever-inspiring dedicated work of the remnant at Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, with much gratitude. The last, um, and this one is from Hawaii. The last round table January 10th, Walk Humbly with Thy God, was awesome. It is a Christian science treatment in itself and encouraged me to keep my focus simple. I was led to focus on only two words, I and I, E-Y-E. I and my Father are one, and to look radiate outwards with one I, E-Y-E, God's only. It really brought the spirit into my consciousness, and I am so grateful for the gentle guidance in the roundtable discussion that made me realize that I was trying to read too much, too hard, and impatiently, I I might add. And this was not benefiting my spiritual progress. This week's lesson supported this study with the words, Quote, "In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God." End quote. So simple, so easy. As I reflected on its meaning, I decided to randomly google power of words. And it pulled up a study by a Dr. Emoto in Japan who published a book I had purchased years ago in which he experimented with water subjected to both loving encouraging words and the other water container subjected to bad, negative adjectives. He photographed the water crystals of both and found that the water exposed to good thoughts formed beautiful crystals. But the water crystals exposed to negativity had developed irregular, ugly crystals. Simply, love can and will heal anything. Though the appearance of turbulence seems all around, I know that it is God's unfolding, and I need not worry, direct anything person person action, but to pay attention to where the I and I, E-Y-E, are at this moment. Thank you to the Plainfield Christian Science Church. And then one other... This is from England, from our friend in England. Just want to send the very best wishes to all at Plainfield and your fellow Americans as your country starts a new period, hoping this will bring more hope, harmony, and stability to everyone in your dear country with much love. And we are very grateful for everyone's prayers for our nation and and we know for all nations as we've been going through a difficult time. And I'm very, very grateful for those readings tonight, very comforting and uplifting and timely. The idea of choosing who we serve, it reminded me of the story of Daniel in the lion's den because, of course, he never doubted who he served. It was the God Almighty. And when he was surrounded by conspirators, People conspiring to do him in and where they placed a snare, a trap for him so that he would end up being thrown into a a den of lions through all that he refused to hate anyone he refused to come down he continued to worship his one God that's who he served, he didn't serve government, he didn't serve family or his own interest. He served the one God, praying three times a day, and in keeping in that state of mind, in choosing whom he would serve, of course the lions didn't touch him, and he came out totally free and unscathed, and when he came out he said, King, O King, live forever. My God has sent his angels, and hath shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me. For inasmuch before him innocen- innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O King, I have done no hurt. So it's a beautiful story, a beautiful reminder of whom we serve. And it also goes with something, a couple of things that Sharon wrote on our church website, bulletin board that I didn't read One was a quote from Florence on our daily calendar, that there is no power in evil, and that is why victory is always on the side of truth. And then this, Deuteronomy 4.39, quote, Know therefore this day, and consider it in thine heart, that the Lord, he is God in heaven above and upon the earth beneath, and there is none else, end quote. And then, this scripture proclaims the inescapable omnipresence of God's presence and reminds me of a verse from a hymn dating from the 5th century Ireland. And uh, it's known as the Deer's Cry. It is on our website. And it reads in part, Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ in mouth of friend and stranger. It's a beautiful prayer, and it's true for all of us. I'm deeply blessed to be here with you all tonight, and may God bless your evening, and thank you all.
0: Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn?
10: Hymn number 350. Through the love of God our Savior, all will be well. Free and changeless is his favor. All must be well. Precious is the Lord that healed us. Perfect is the grace that sealed us. Strong the hand that stretched forth to shield us. All, all is well. Hymn number 350.